Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of AdMail. This is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of IRA Financial. I'm here to help you find the answers to the most frequently asked questions from my clients about self-directed retirement accounts. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of AdMail. I'm Adam Bergman, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. On today's podcast, I'm going to tackle three incredible, yeah, they are incredible questions. One about an S-Corp and a solo 401k, electing S-Corp status with a solo 401k. And another is Rolex watches. Yeah, can you buy Rolex watches for the retirement account with a self-directed IRA? And the third is paying legal fees out of a 401k for a business. Is it possible? So really like this um, selection of questions. Uh, thank you, Barry. Really a great job. And let's start it up. First question is from Oren T. Phoenix, Arizona. Oren wants to know, hi, if I have a solo 401k adopted by an LLC, if I elect for the LLC to be taxed as an S-corp, do I need to do anything with my plan? So Oren, great question. Um, not sure if I got this email from you or another client. So the answer is an LLC obviously is a limited liability company. An LLC can check the box and be treated uh, as a corp, as an S-corp. And the idea is that the whole thing with an S-corp is S-corp in order to take a salary, you need to get a W-2. That's the main difference between a single member LLC and an S-corp. Single member LLC, you get a Schedule C. That's where you report your income and you pay uh, self-employment tax uh, on, on that amount. Whereas if you have an S-Corp, the amount subject to self-employment tax is only the W-2 amount, not the amount of the distribution. So, you know, some folks, some business owners like to have an S-Corp because they could uh, try to limit the amount of Social Security, self-employment tax they pay by reducing the salary. Now, and, and then taking distributions for the remaining amount of their earnings. Now, you always got to be um, cautious, the IRS is uh, certainly focused on making sure that business owners are taking reasonable salaries. Like for example, if you have $5 million of, pro of profit and you're taking a $20,000 salary because you're just taking distributions in order to save the 12 to 15% self-employment tax, it could be problematic. So you definitely want to be cautious and, and take a reasonable salary, but that's kind of the game, Warren. But from a plan standpoint, no. Um, it's still the same entity. It's just being taxed differently. The only thing you need to understand is you're going to need to report income on a W-2. And that's going to be the trigger for how much you can contribute to the plan. There's no more Schedule C. It's going to come off the W-2 um, or you would report it on your 1040. So that's the only thing to keep in mind. Second question is from Zach R of Alpine, New Jersey. Zach wants to know, can I buy Rolex watches with my self-directed IRA as an investment? So great question. We know there's only three things you can't do with an IRA. Section 408 says you can't buy life insurance, can't buy collectibles, we'll get back to that term collectibles. And then thirdly, under 4975, you can't invest in any transaction that directly or indirectly personally benefits you or any lineal descendant, so any disqualified person. And an entity controlled 50% or more by such persons is also considered a disqualified person. So the question really is, is a Rolex watch a collectible? And it's a gray area. I think an antique Rolex watch from the 60s or 70s or 50s probably would be defined as a collectible. Um, a Rolex watch that you buy on eBay that's a 2023, 2022 model, you know, maybe not, right? Maybe it's just an asset. 
capital asset, which would technically be deemed capital gain, so long as you're not deemed a retailer of Rolex watches or watches, it should not be subject to tax if you flip the watch, right? It's not inventory. Now, if you flip them 30 times in a year, maybe the IRS treats you as a business and triggers UBIT, but if you're buying and selling a couple of watches a year, it could be okay. The main definition is a collectible. So is it a work of art? This is under 408M2. Any work of art? No. Any rug or antique? Mm. Could a watch be an antique, right? As I mentioned, yeah, maybe a 50s, 1950s, 60s Rolex is an antique. Any metal or gem? No. Any stamp or coin? No. Any alcoholic beverage or any other tangible personal property specified by the secretary? So you got to be careful. I think Rolex watches um, are you know, quasi-collectibles. Newer models, probably okay, just like cars. Like if you buy and sell like a new Ferrari, it may not be a collectible, but the 1964 you know, Ferrari is probably a collectible. So Zach, just be careful. The newer, more um, new it is, probably uh, the safer uh, you're going to be on the analysis of whether that asset is collectible. Third question of the podcast from Dylan T of Jacksonville, Florida. Dylan wants to know, I have a solo 401k that was adopted by my, by my real estate business. Can I use my solo 401k to pay for legal costs associated with my business? Ooh. So I guess what's happening is you had a, a business, real estate business that adopted a 401k. The 401k had some legal problems, I guess, on some investment. And now you want to use your business to pay the legal costs. It's tough, Dylan. I, I wouldn't do it. Why? If the 401k had the legal expenses, let's say it was a real estate deal, the 401k was involved in, and there were some issues with tenants, and you had to write a, had to hire a lawyer to write a nasty letter, then yeah, the solo 401k could pay that fee. But if it's your business that has the legal issue, I think it's super risky and potentially a prohibited transaction if you use your 401k money to pay for the business legal expense because it's totally unrelated parties. Now, you can always do a loan right under the 401k. You can borrow the lesser of $50,000 or 50% 50 of your account value and then use that to pay um, any business expense, right? If it's a personal loan, you can then do whatever you want with those funds. But again, it is a loan. Minimum interest rate, 8.25% uh, as of you know, July 2023. Um, so you do have to pay interest. Uh, it's a five-year loan. Um, that's something to consider. Um, if you fail to make the payments, could be a tax and 10% penalty on the amount of standing of the loan. So um, just be careful, but just on its face, it doesn't look great if you're using your business to pay for legal expenses or vice versa, paying, using your Form K to pay legal expenses from a business transaction. If it was a Form K transaction, then it should be done that way because you wanna basically keep everything categorized. Anything Form K related, should be only paid with 401k funds. Anything business related should be only paid with business uh, funds. So thank you for that question, Dylan. Thank you, Zach. Thank you, Orn. Hope you guys enjoyed today's um, podcast. Uh, don't forget to leave a comment question and obviously um, give it a like. If you are watching on YouTube, thank you. Uh, definitely subscribe. We have an amazing channel where we drop many videos a week. And obviously you can check out and watch um, our three podcasts ad mail the one you are listening to or watching ad bits that drops every tuesday and adam talks which drops midweek um otherwise hope you guys are having a great great summer thanks for hanging and i'll see everyone next week ciao and uh take care